<laughs> We've come a long way for this. Almost there. Mm. That was the ranch Charles Manson is. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna get kiss the... your eyeball. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah, that was the Manson Ranch over there. Excuse me, uh, sir. Uh, we're going to Boana, Boana Tramp. Boana Devil. Look, there's the kiss. Did you see? Oh, it's 3D. Yeah. Yeah, and so that got him banned. Oh, lion. Lion. He's like okay. Jason. That now we're gonna have the train car master massacre, and it's so funny. Um, He's gonna lick him. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have stuffed animals that they're going to be battling, you know, and yeah, the nicest lion in the world, two nice lions are going to visit the <laughs> fat Brits. When they choreographed these, these lion fights, not one said, why don't you move towards the camera or why don't you uh, throw something at the camera or why don't you do <laughs> No. Uh. What did I miss? Well, you came at the right time because we're going to have a massacre now with the nicest lions and they're going to fight stuffed animals. You'll see. So they go into the train and the train people are like, huh? And then they all like have a pillow fight. Tickets, please. Roar. Sir, if you don't have your ticket. Look at this nice lion. Hi. Uh, uh, furry thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, skipper, skipper. Oh no! Look out, plushie. Mm, give him a hug, sir. I'm going to ask you to leave FAO Sports if you can't play with those stuffed animals nicely. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, Just shake the doll around. No one will notice. <laughs> no one will see. Recognize. Rawr. <laughs> Adorable. So scary. <laughs> okay, so you also missed that Robert Stack uh, banged his wife. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she looks yeah. like she's. Uh, oh, she's contented. She is contented. She's fully dressed up to her neck, literally. It is 1952, but they kissed and they. He was kissing her eyes, and Michael oh. tell you, look, she's getting dressed as if she hasn't been wearing that all night. Safari walk of shame. <laughs> I love you know, it's a beautiful walk. It's shameful, but it's beautiful out there. Good morning. Now we like each other again. And this guy goes, look, look how embarrassed she'll be. He's kissing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Twelve hours ago, these guys were eaten by lions. He goes, hey, boss, hey, boss, there's a train car massacre. There's stuff. Stuffing is everywhere. He's in a treehouse. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You should be put that on Airbnb. Oh, it's part of the anemones. Holy Oh, it's Mortimer Duke, dead. And his brother. Randolph Duke. So does this mean they get to ride for free? Yeah, they got their ticket punched. Hello. Oh. She's just taking a cab to the airport. 
There's mm-hmm. stuffing everywhere. Get a dust back. <laughs> I got some news. The LIRR is delayed. That's news. <laughs> it's news if it's not delayed. Come on. The now look, dad's like, dead. Guy. Yeah, dad is dead. So that means that um, Alice, our wife, will get a baby substitute. And the only reason she gets the baby substitute is so that it can be eaten later. Yeah, they, the, the lion eats the kid in this movie. Spoiler, and by spoiler, I mean this film. <laughs> well, he had to eat the kid fast, speaking of spoiler alerts. Uh, hey, I jump back on to tell you, uh, to get Michael's joke book, go to proudlyresents.com slash joke book. Slash joke book. There you oh, go. Man. And bring it, it right the- to the webpage. Another All my scale. finest broccoli jokes. I have broccoli jokes. I got tomato jokes in there. It's a wide variety of jokes in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I, I, got, hope... I got to jump back and go back to work. I right, want to buy it. Okay, Adam, Adam. If, you, if you see that extension cord, let me know, okay? For the radio. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad you have a one-track mind. <laughs> if he sees it, Mike. If he sees it. If he I sees see it. it. But I'll just sit here and work for four more hours. But you guys, and then I'll look for your thing. All right, thanks. Yeah, you should get to work first and then look for it. Oh, so they Carl, nice to see you. <laughs> Big yeah. Same here, same here. I always right, like Vegas. to see a Spiegelman. All right. He's going to miss the uh, last dramatic 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, this is okay. This you asked me at the end of how is the film? It's like okay, so she's like, "We're going home." And he's like, "Damn it, woman, I can't go home. You go home." And she goes, "If you are not going home, I'm not going home." And then it's he, settled. They're gonna fight the lions together. He, he married the Queen of England. <laughs> yes, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Goodness, Robert, what are you up to now? Yeah, your majesty, I'm out here hunting lions, but you're Can a husband be obsessed by a lion? I am in Africa. Um, She is uh, Alice. She's Barbara Britton, film and television actress, best known for Western films opposite Randolph Scott, Joel McRae, and Gene Autry. We know that name. Two-year tenure as the inquisitive amateur sleuth Pam North on the television radio series Mr. and Mrs. North. Look, I can tell you about all these actors, but it's very, we never got a context. You know, it's interesting that we're talking about a lot of radio stars and producers that made this movie. Yeah. They're like, we hate television. (laughs) People can't, back before television, Carl. People would just sit around our, fur- our our furniture and listen to our radio show. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, television killed radio, but it killed film, too. I don't know. It didn't kill film, but this helped bring film back. So now we have our full-on blown uh, child substitute, okay? And she's got herself a son, essentially, uh, so he can get eaten. And he's, uh, he's adorable. We saw him naked. Yeah, they don't all have big ones. I was not even looking there. <laughs> well, kudos to you, Mike. 
Okay, basically, she's just doing more of it. She's going up there and going, Robert, take a break. Robert, get some iced tea. Look at you, you whole... Robert, you're all red in the sun. Just like a Gap commercial. What they're allegedly doing. Once again, Mike, look at the guy in the blue turban behind. They're not working. You see how he's faking? He's not even hitting it. Right. It's, it's well, so funny. Ow. It's like, this, yeah, well, they're all from the theater, you know. You don't really dig on stage. <laughs> you get hurt the stage. You don't want to scruff those. Uh, you want to walk on those boards, not scruff them. Yeah. You know, the, the joke's on him because he really is probably tired from having to do that over and over. I know, even then, but he didn't do a single work. Like, he but didn't do it right. Might as well just do the work. Okay, so now the African tribe shows up and says, remember when we were stereotypes? Well, we're going overboard now. You guys brought the lions. They're devils, not lions. And the train brought them. And Robert oh. Stack is going to be mad, mad, mad. Do you think that there's a ring of truth to that, that the, the trains brought the lions? Well, it brought a food source for the lions. Yeah, right, like some fresh food. No, but they believe they're devil spirits. They believe it's like a... Oh, the lions themselves are actual devil spirits. Right. They're so they're cute devil spirits. Cute now you're going to hear a lot of Swahili here. All right. And that's actually accurate in the Serengeti. It's Swahili. To Google Translate. Well, it sounds great, Carl. All right. Now, this one is like the meanie, meanie, meanie one. And he's going to throw a spear at him. All right. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> the film premiered under the banner of Arch O'Baller Productions, November 26, 1952. Twin engagement at the Hollywood Paramount Theater and the Paramount Theater in downtown Los Angeles. Open to the public the following day. Ooh, so it was like two separate theaters showing it. And only yeah, like for the press. A double premiere. Yeah. yeah. For, one for the press and one for like all us cool guys who really made the film. Like Marilyn Monroe was there, but she was at one of the gatherings, not, not the other one. I went to the other gathering. This guy was a B filmmaker. I'm sure Marilyn wasn't there. You see the spear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the baby cries. You're making my baby. Okay, now it's a night of uneasy sleeping. She's not with Robert, that's why. Well, because, yeah, because that's right. She lives for him. But um, he's on Lion Sentry duty, you know. Oh, yeah. Lion Sentry. If you think the lions are bad, the mosquitoes, oh. They got malaria going around. Oh, that's right. You got to take those pills. Oh, I've got my own malaria pills. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Uneasy sleep, uneasy sleep. Oh, this is terrible. Well, her sleep number was on four. Look, you're lying yourself. You're lying. You're lying. On the bed. Yeah. You're lying. I mean, on the on the bed. Okay, I'm stealing that. How can I make that into a joke? Uh huh. People are gonna be like, I came here during COVID. 
uh, risks everything to hear a night of comedy. Well, you got it, or I would be lying. Get it, lieth? I would be a lieth. That's so funny. Thanks for, Thanks for coming. My wife always misunderstands what I say. You know, she doesn't let me finish my sentence. I walk into the room, into the bedroom, and I go, you're lying. She goes, what? I said, no, on the bed. Will you just let me finish my sentence? Never let you finish. Was, there was an Uncle stuff? Floyd joke where uh, Looney Skip Rooney comes on to the Uncle Floyd show, and he goes, Floyd, Floyd, my uncle just got as a zookeeper, and he just got fired from the zoo. Well, Looney Skip Rooney, uh, your uncle just got fired from the zoo? Yeah, he got fired for feeding the squirrels. Oh, feeding the squirrel, I don't see. To the lions! <laughs> okay, here comes Baby, who's now missing. And there's oh. lots of scary stuff in the jungle, like a, like a non-poisonous boa constrictor. <laughs> and a turtle that's turtle. running oh, no, away. He's catching up to the turtle. It's too late. So now it'll be like baby's gone missing and then they go to find him and they just can't find him and things keep getting suckier and suckier. And then they'll have a whole search for the baby. And then it won't be satisfying. They don't find him. They got to go to sleep without him. Really? What kind Look of surrogate parents are they? Right. Wait, baby was just here, baby. The oh, bills are alive. With the sound of baby. <laughs> baby eating lions. That was Austria. Austria. Oh, right. Yeah, Austria. I get these Thanksgiving movies all mixed up. You know, I watch them all other holidays. You know, the they don't have devil. Thanksgiving in uh, Canada. Oh. Well, no, they kind they do. They have it on their own day, right? They don't have Thanksgiving in Mexico. Uh, you know what they call Thanksgiving in Mexico? What? Th Thursday. Uh, well, you know what they call planes, trains, and automobiles in Mexico? Nova? What? Planes, trains, and automobiles going around for some reason. What? Because it takes place in, th they're going to Thanksgiving, but... It's not oh, that Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. Trains, planes, and automobiles. Yeah, he sold the uh, shower right, curtains. Give me another. Give me another Thanksgiving movie. I'll get on the other side of the park. Home for uh, the holidays. Christmas with the Cranks. That was uh, Thanksgiving. That was a Christmas one. National Lampoon's Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving Vacation. That was a good. Thanksgiving. One. Yeah. Thanksgiving Vacation. These holiday films. So they spent all day searching for the baby. They can't find the baby, and now she's like, "Baby's dead." She's like, "Alice, oh, come on." Maybe, it's, yeah. We'll look in the morning. There's lots of places for a baby to hide in the jungle. Let me hear her <laughs> right. say it. Baby's dead. If that's the case, you should just go outside and go, I give up. Where are you hiding? <laughs> Where are you hiding? I give up. Ali, Ali, oxen free. Ali, <laughs> Ali, oxen free. All right, Uncle, you win. I'm Baby's dead. Here. Mm -mm -mm. This movie sucks. Can we stop now? 
Oh, okay. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? <laughs> it's, uh, he began hosting Unsolved Mysteries in 1987. He thought very highly of the interactive nature of the show, saying it created a symbolic relationship between viewer and program, and that the hotline was a great crime-solving tool. That's right, Dana. Well, it was a syndicated weekly show. So it was on, the, you know, whatever uh, channel that paid for it. Yeah. And it would be like back-to-back, 7, 7.30, uh, Unsolved Mysteries. And they had a hotline? Because I've, I've seen the show in, like, later reruns, and I don't remember seeing a hotline. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a mystery that is still yet to be solved. No, it would, they would do the mystery, and then if you knew any information, you would call. Is it? If you think the baby was eaten by a lion, press one. If you think UFOs took the baby, press two. If the Loch Ness Monster was anywhere near the vicinity. So now we're going to have a bunch of the 1948 footage in which it's like, that animal's threatening us. I'm going to make a stance. Oh, it's okay. They just did it with the oxen. Did you see? You could tell it's old footage because the oxen says, buy U.S. war bonds on the side. <laughs> the war was still going on when they used that footage. Look, here's like, look, here's a Elephant. threat. Oh, it's okay. The guy wearing an elephant suit. Stand here in front of this movie projector. Yeah, really weird. Don't worry, they're just giraffes. There's no threat. Now, this is real. In San Fernando Valley, they brought an ostrich, which doesn't go, I don't think. The ostrich did nothing. Demon bothers these both legs. You know how they sometimes hiss and stuff? Nothing. Yeah. You know what you got to do is you got to, as an actor, you got to whisper in the ostrich. I'm going to steal your fucking eggs. And then they get like you, the fear of God in them, and that's when you start acting. Right. Otherwise, now, they just they're, they stand there. Now, he cheated us a little because he just showed us some footage that he already showed us when he was in the canoe. Oh, the hippos. Look, it's going to be like, don't look at He'll charge. He's going to shoot an elephant, and then he goes, don't shoot him, the baby. Now, look, you see the panther in the tree? Yeah. What's going on? Just chilling. And he won't attack them or nothing? How the panther got in the tree? I'll never know. <laughs> How the panther got in my pajamas? Don't shoot. Don't shoot the baby. Cause I... You know, there's an old Hollywood adage, which is don't work with children and animals. Like he's going to do it. Because the animals will eat the children. Right. Yeah. Oh, so is that a baby elephant? Uh oh. Look, nothing. Nothing will come. Nothing. He's roaring. Too stealthy. It worked too well. No one saw him. He recently died, the Black Panther. (coughs) You're thinking of a different. All right. Are they done? Are they gone mad? That's the thing. We're just we're gonna wander around looking for the lions, and then they're gonna find the lions, and the lions uh-huh. won't attack because it's daytime, 
it's it's look now he's going crazy he's getting bonkers in the sun he starts talking nuts i'll turn it up listen all right what what was that what i think i'm going mad radio is the future that's crazy people don't want to go to the theaters what can i do i'll make three-dimensional imagery my radio is 3D. Remember we saw oh. that movie in which they were envisioning like a radio with pictures of the future, oh, yeah. remember? Cool. Yeah, whatever happened to that idea? Uh, that was in person in March. That was the hell one, Hades. Um, oh, right. Yeah, that was a public domain movie. Dante's Inferno. Yeah, Dante's Inferno. Oh, I can't wait. Next year, there'll be a new batch of public domain movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Every year. Every, well, they stopped it for a while. Yeah. Thank you, Disney. Thank you, Disney. Thank you for that 20-year well, wait. Now look behind him. The nicest oh. lion in the world. It's Moana Devil One. <laughs> this is like the ending of Scream, where there's like two killers. You're like, what? Look, look, Rob, there's another Moana. What does it mean? Oh, the stuffed animal. How do you so? Ah, it took a swipe at her. Now she's a damsel in distress, but they won't use it well. Oh, he's gonna save the day. This is just like the carnival where you shoot the ducks, but this time you shoot the stuffed animals on the wall. (laughs) These are not stuffed animals; they're just tamed. Uh, or born in captivity, nice. Uh, Lions. I mean, we did see it for a second there when he pretend attacked her. It must be like a retired zoo in San Fernando Valley. San Fernando Valley, like this exit, retired zoo animals. Petting his, zoo. His great great grandfather was in Bawana. Bawana. <laughs> see, we're getting admitted. Oh, San Fernando Valley. You That's right, They killed his wife? She got sideswiped. She got a strike. Is the guy looking at her boobs? That's really awkward. Well, they're married. It's okay. No, yeah, she's bleeding. They're Where? married. Oh, they're married. Yeah, I'm cocking a gun. Yeah, I'm looking in the camera. What's your problem? Now, his... Gun, you know, is having trouble, and it will, when the time is right, misfire. And he'll have to hit the lion with the, <laughs> his gun. This lion is just hiking with his girlfriends. Listen, we're going to get out, and every day this week, we're going to do a little bit of hike a little bit farther. It's wearing, you can't tell, but he's wearing Juicy Couture pants. Yeah, Jack Bye. He's telling the audience, like, he's claiming, you won't attack me during the day. Huh? You're waiting for the night. Attack me in the day! And he freaks out on him. Okay. So he starts walking. La, la, la. It's like, I'm Captain Ahab, and you're Moby Dick, except you're a lion, and um, I'm not really <laughs> Captain Ahab. Oh, bang, bang! It's just a tame lion from the zoo, man. It's the nicest lion you'll ever want to be. 
we are in the month of December right now, and our last two shows of the year are special shows. Uh, every year on Christmas, we show trailers for movies that premiered on Christmas Day. Yeah. And Carl and I will be doing that again. We have a special show. And then uh, catch us on December 27th. We're going to do our year-end review, uh, our second annual year-end review, where we look at all the movies we saw on our show during the year 2020, and we pick our favorite scenes. How many? Three, right? Fourteen. Yeah, well, I was just going to give like a, a brief paragraph, like what was interesting about each one and... Not each one. Some of yeah, were just the not. Ones that but Wanda Devil's not going to get talked about on the year end <laughs> review. All right. So don't expect Wanda Devil at our year end. Uh, I'll talk about the Montclair one for sure. Yeah. Well, there's I, a lot of Donnie Darko do. will we, come up. We do this show every week, and that's 52 weeks. So we want to make sure that you can catch up with episodes, especially because they're not listed by movie titles, just by the yeah. week it came out. Adam, uh, proudlyresents.com. How else can people find you and anything of interest that people may want to hear about? Yes. Proudly Resents Christmas Movies. It's all episodes about the worst Christmas movies all in one grouping. It's easy to find. That's when you good. You're a little podcast searcher. But in Proudly Resents Christmas, and Michael has done a bunch of them. He's done yeah, most well, of them, Michael. I love Christmas with the Cranks. I made you watch that movie. I don't think we've ever done that one, so I've never seen it. But also, an update on Mike's link, proudlyresents.com slash jokebook. When you go to it, the jokebook is now made private on Mike Scribbs' account. Really? Is there some demo pages? There must be some demo pages. Maybe why no one bought the book. They all went there and there was nothing. I want to buy the book. I'm just learning about the book. I'm just learning about this book too. I forgot I wrote it. I will have okay. to take a look. I'll have I to, will I'll go. Have to... Michael will hopefully fix it by the time you hear this. Yeah, that's mm. right. It'll be fixed by the time this. Uh, if not, it'll be maybe a couple weeks afterwards. Who knows? Okay, are you in the bathroom or are you hiding? I'm in the bedroom. I'm oh, hiding because my wedding uh, license is on the wall and I don't want it on the Zoom call. I have it on an angle. Has it expired? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it. All right, on that note, uh, we should leave it. Adam, thank you so much for being a guest. and our, our uh, Thank you for having me. I wish I could stay the yeah. whole time. Uh, and check out the episode, Adam. Uh, joined us for two after-school specials shot in our high school back in the 1980s. And Adam is one of the people there. So it was the first time we had a, a talent for the movie. Shover. Yeah, he was the guy shot. If you go to no, our Facebook page, uh, Carl made a gif of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did a yeah. video clip, right, of you hitting... Hitting, yeah. Adam's slap. What do they call it? Adam's bonk. Oh, Adam. <laughs> so check it out. It's a very dramatic scene in this uh, after-school special. It's well, pivotal. It. Pivotal. Pivotal. All right, I've I've insulted the talent. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, we've been uh, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. L W A F L M O Y T, and we'll see you again next week for our special uh, Christmas Day trailer show. Let's watch a full-length movie on you. With Mike Spiegelman Let's watch a full length Movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman It's been over one long year
jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Live interactive sessions and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buxian Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it the thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. <laughs> the Beatsy Boys, they coming home. They coming home. Hey, everybody. It's 6 o'clock. It's MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. It's time for the Joke Workshop. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Feeling a little existential today. Little existential. Trying to be grateful for being alive and looking at birds. And it was a nice day, sort of cold. Yay, we're all alive. Uh, we have a small compendium of comedians who are here to be cool to each other and take notes and stuff. There's only three of you, so um, really there aren't any time limits. I'm not going to stop you uh, unless I get really bored or sad. <laughs> and then I'll be like, come on, guys. Like, what are we doing? Um, please stick around for your fellow comedians and give them cool notes. And if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Uh, be nice and stuff. Don't forget to throw Mutiny Radio a couple bucks if you can. This has been a tough month with the shutdown and going into the new year, Mutiny Radio constantly <laughs> needs money. Uh, you can always Venmo us at Mutiny Radio, all one word, and that's cool. Or you can always just throw cash at me because that also helps pay the rent. Cool. All right. Uh, there's a sadness and a pallor that's descended across the San Francisco Bay Area comedy scene. 
and uh, yeah, uh, R.A.P. Frosty, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure people wider might not talk about it. Uh, it's more, uh, nice. yeah. It's more real to me than uh, appendicitis is more real to me than COVID right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm way more afraid of dying of appendicitis than COVID. But we'll see what the comedians uh, have for you guys tonight. Do you do, do you want to? Do you guys just want to start it up, or do you want to wait for a couple more people? You're cool. Your first comedian. I sent him a bunch of cute pictures of himself today because I had way too many of them on my phone, and I was like, oh my gosh. Why do you have so many pictures of young boys on your phone, Pam? Gross. Weird. Uh, he's a lovely human being, though. I'm excited to, always excited when he's here and to hear what he has to rant or tell you funny things about. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. Yay! Bag of shit! Jesus fucking Christ, man. That's how we started off this mic, just Pam's suicide note by audiobook. Is that really how we're gonna start this fucking mic off? I guess that, I mean, I'm depressed anyways, and most of my sets are about me mentally breaking down. So that's how today's gonna go. That really fucking is how today's gonna go. Pam, also, one thing you're happy about is birds? Kill yourself now, fucking birds? Are you kidding me? They shit on people's cars. They don't do hell. Ducks are birds and they reproduce solely by rape. And those are the things that bring you joy in life? What the fuck are you doing with your life? Stop! Don't watch birds! Alright, go. I'm gonna write David Attenborough a really angry letter because he, he doesn't he do Animal Planet? No? No? Planet Earth. Okay, you know what? The fact that you know that means you smoke way too much fucking weed. That's what a stoner would fucking say. It is. Kyle has a car. Give it up for him. He's a comic who has a car. Yeah, that's right. Nobody gave it up for you. Fuck you, Kyle. Dude, you said it's a family heirloom. A fucking... How poor is your family that a 98 Civic is their family heirloom? I don't fucking know. It's a red car. All right? It goes vroom. That's all I need to know, all right? I'm sorry I watched Baby Driver one time. That doesn't mean I'm an expert on fucking cars. Jesus Christ. What type of car is it? So you didn't even know. I asked you what type of fucking car. You're like, what? What type of car is it? An Acura? Well, I wasn't very accurate with that description. Uh, I hate puns. Why did I say that? <laughs> oh my god. You know somebody starts riff. You know when somebody starts riffing like right away, that means they don't write material. <laughs> you know? uh, all the material I'm writing is just Pam's suicide note. You know? <laughs> Fuck me. I um I do have things to talk about. I uh I really actually am enjoying this pandemic. I really am, dude. Like, all the stores are closed, which means I for once had a good reason to be a shitty family member and not buy my parents Christmas presents. You know that's always fun. It's great. It's great. Like you know, you the UPS is uh like they're they're backed up. They're backed up with everything. Like they can't send out packages on time. You guys didn't hear about that? No. Fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's how I, I'm trying to start off a riff and see what happens. You guys have no idea what's going on. Fuck you, all right? Pay attention to your local mailman ordering business, whatever the fuck it's called, all right? The postal service is dying, all right? UPS has been shot up multiple times. Oh, that's, that's dark. All right. <laughs> I miss Michael Buns. Okay, none of you get the reference. I, um, I want to talk about, uh, 
I used to work with I used to work with my father as my first job ever. You guys ever work with your father before? Now let me tell you what it's like. You ever get uh, fired and grounded on the same day? That's exactly what's fucking like. Like I lost my allowance, but I, I I lost my allowance, but I gained severance pay. You know, that's really fucking nice. It is though. It's great working with my dad. I love it. I do. Um, he's he's an Irish immigrant. Okay, so I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about all the time. You know, like the biggest joy I can ever get when I'm hanging out with him is when he's on the phone with those automated, you know, help services. You know, like press one for pound or whatever, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's great, dude. It's great. Like, I, that's how every immigrant should get their uh, driver's license. Fuck going to the DMV. All right, just like waiting there depressed. I want them to get annoyed and aggravated by Siri constantly. All right, maybe then we believe in Terminator. Okay. Crazy. I, um, Christmas was weird. It was, dude. It was. Oh, my God. I had a weird Christmas, okay? Uh, my dad, who's a meth addict, came home high on meth Whoa. for Christmas. Don't applaud of that shit, Pam. I'm talking about the destruction of my family. <laughs> you bitch. It was great, though. It was, because you know why? My mom was pissed. Everybody was pissed. I was drunk. All right, so I was fucking happy to see him, you know? I made him, like, I was making him food and shit, and, like, he's just sitting there going, I can't eat because I'm high on meth. That's like, that's, I don't know. This is, like, sounding super depressing now. It's great, though. I have no material. I'm just going to riff on random shit. It is, though. It is. What did you get for Christmas? Notebooks? You fucking nerd. What, notebooks? Your, your, parents, your parents bought you notebooks. Wait, 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 so your parents don't love you enough to buy you Christmas presents, but your friend's mom tolerates you enough to get you something? That's hilarious. That is. That is. So, so like, that's like, that's like, you know, you're, you're either you adopt a child in that, you know. I get, I get that. Anybody have, like, you know, a family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're great, dude. Like, cause I, I had an adopt. I had like several adopted, you know, mothers, like pseudo adopted mothers, and it was great because one was Mexican, the other was Asian, and I'd always, they'd always like take me out both of them, going like shopping and shit. Like everybody thought I had a, a very unique, like multiracial, a lesbian couple just nurturing me constantly throughout my entire life. Dude, it was great. There's nothing funny about this. It was actually annoying. You ever hear a Mexican woman and a, uh, an Asian woman get into an argument? I don't want to either. It never happened. Now I'm just lying about shit. All right? My family life was not the interesting. I was born white. I didn't need people to adopt me. All right? I was, I'm so white. I was born with a 401k. Oh. Dude, my, my signature is a middle finger. All right? That's how fucking white I am. <laughs> and the DMV still accepts it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, you know you're supposed to um, uh, get your little thumbprint now at the DMV? You know, like you're supposed to do that. They have those little, like, uh... Little thumbprint reading machines. I, when I first got to the DMV, you know, I did all that stuff done. I put a middle finger on there. Nobody fucking noticed, dude. It's great. Every single time I have to, like, sign a formal government document, I'm literally flipping off the man. It's so great. It is. You guys should try it. Don't. That's my thing. It's <laughs> great, though. It is. My, uh, my brother's part of his pyramid scheme now? Fuck you. Why is everybody like just saying yeah at the worst possible times? His he is losing money. All his friends. What's that one thing called? That fucking like health shake shit? Or, see, you know that. You know that. He's like he he just graduated high school and now he's selling Herbalife products. You know how many friends he has now? Zero. <laughs> All right. The only pussy he can get now are vegans because they're the only ones buying that shit. 
fucking stupid, dude. I have to be supportive about him in a pyramid scheme? You know how hard that is when you're an asshole comedian? It's fucking impossible. One, because I was never supportive to him in the beginning, but it's fucking impossible, dude. It is. Every other day, he gets like a shipment from Amazon with those Herbalife shit. You know, and it's like, dude, it's just filling up his garage. He has a he has a 98 Camry. That's why I said that. A Civic. I don't fucking know. I'm lying about my brother now. Nothing I'm saying is true, except he is in a pyramid scheme. It's great. <laughs> He's actually selling life insurance. Life insurance. It is. He's trying to he, he's trying to get me to buy life insurance, his mom, my mom to buy life insurance, our family to buy life insurance. You know how awkward that is to him sit you down and saying like, yeah, the only way this doesn't work out for me is if you die young. Yeah, and with how much I drink, he does, I'm the only one he hasn't tried to sell life insurance to. <laughs> he has, he, like, he's going around the family like, mom, dad, I'm gonna get you life insurance. Little brother Connor, I'm gonna get you life insurance. Hunter, Merry Christmas. That's fucking it. It's crazy though, it is, it is. He's six foot four, dude. Six foot four, 275 pounds. So that's why I'm talking shit right now on stage because if I did it to his face, I get my ass kicked. It's cool though, yes, he's a, he's a football player, you know, uh, for a community college, so he's not good. Um, <laughs> he is, he is, he's, he's, like, why is it that athletes are obsessed with jewelry? You guys know this? I should, you get, I, it's where like every athlete is obsessed with jewelry. Like his first thing he did when he uh, got his first paycheck is he bought himself a chain with like his number 72 on it. Like why the fuck are I have nothing for, that's funny about that. But like seriously, but what I'm trying to say is that can be passed down as a family heirloom. Not a fucking car, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I love this, guys. I don't love any of you, but I love this. I, um... I hope we do listen to the New Year, support Mutiny Radio, and don't join a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme. That's my time. I'm Hunter Uniac. Hunter Uniac, everyone. Uh, if you want to have comments, you come back here with a mask on and you talk into this microphone here. I have notes. Um, first, you put me in a good mood. Thank you. I was very, very sad, and now I laughed and clapped, and that made me feel better. So thank you, Hunter. I, I, I love all your rants, and I love it when you make fun of me. And, yeah, ducks are rapey. Um, I would, uh, the first question I wrote down was, what would your suicide note say? I thought that would be cute. <laughs> okay. um, you mentioned your dad's dumb voice. I feel like we need an act out for that. You've got to act out your dad. Like, once you call out his, it's like, yeah. it's like bringing out a gun in the first act of a play. You've got to use the gun, yeah. you know? So if you say about your dad's dumb voice, then I hope that you do an act out. And then I thought that also to have your meth dad and drunk you have an act out would be super funny because you already introduced the idea of his voice and then you use his voice and then you use his voice again, but then you use your drunk voice. That could be very funny and you could say ridiculous things to each other. Um, great audience work. What'd you get for Christmas? That was great. And you're always spot on on your riffing. Uh, you said accidentally, and it's so funny, and the timing was so perfect. Anyone have, you like, you know, a family? That was the exact quote. <laughs> it was so good. I laughed so hard. But it was just because your timing, and it was so real. I don't know if you could recreate that, but you should listen back to it. Um, and that whole, you know, how white I am, I feel like that's a great premise that you could, 
the, the middle finger thing was great. The thing you said before that was hilarious. I don't remember what it was because I didn't write it down. Yeah, I, I do but, have the uh, I'm so white joke, so I'm just going to add that in, remember? Yeah, yeah. The, the, all, all of that was super funny. And um, just a strange fact about life insurance. When I was your age, um, I was married, and we tried to get life insurance, and the life insurance guy said that um, actually wasn't worth anything, but it's too expensive if you smoke. The reason we didn't get life insurance back when I was married was that at the time, my ex-husband, then husband, he smoked. And so it costs so much more. So he actually should want to sell you life insurance. I mean, from like the logistic point of view, because you smoke and do so many bad things with your body, your life insurance would cost so much money. Like, Thank you, would, Pam. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be worth it. Okay, those are my comments. Kyle has some comments. Yeah, I was gonna say it's uh, uniquely hard to give comments when you when you know it's not real, like, like you said. Uh, I uh, it's funny because it's like uh, I'm sure some of it would work in a different context than this one. So just I guess figure out which parts uh, would you know would transfer. That's yeah, I like the uh, pyramid thing. I could use that, and then the life insurance thing. Yeah, those, your, those your, are the ones that transfer. Your brother's six six five, two seventy five. Six four. He He's better be successful, even if it's a pyramid scheme. Like he <laughs> might, you just intimidate people into it. Like, you need life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like just if you made up a voice for your dad, boy oh boy, would that be fun? Raul has some comments. Yay! Yo, um, so yeah, I really like the my signature is a middle finger. That was in school. Uh, I don't know why no one laughed at that, but I laughed at it. <laughs> But um, when you said your dad, like, um, anyone worked with your dad, um, and then, like, if no one worked with your dad, but then, like, I like the, what's it called? You ever get fired and grounded on the same day? Yeah, that's but then, weird. like, you could lead into that without asking anyone, work, or I don't know, if, like, I don't know how you'd work that out. But, oh, uh, just switch the, I see what you're saying. If you just switch it and say, anyone ever get fired and grounded on the same day? Oh, you haven't worked with your dad? Yeah, yeah okay, 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 okay. Just to see, just yeah. why not try it out? I don't know. Yeah, but... Yeah. So maybe the surprise. Was I talking too fast? I Mo- tend to do that. Most of the time, yes. All right. See, that's what I need to work on. But you're, I mean, that was great. You put, I was, I was very sad face and now I'm not. So, so you did your job as a comedian. Yay. Thank you guys. Clap your hands together for Hunter Uniac. Yay. All right. Um, who wants to go next? I'm assuming... Kyle usually does, but Raul is here first. Who wants to go, Raul or Kyle? Want to mad dog each other? Everybody, he made the app that you can get on iTunes. The iTunes app was written by this genius that's coming on stage right now. Put your hands together for Raul Sudarsen. Yay! Is that Benny and the Jets, except the alcoholic Emplin John? That's a... Okay. <laughs> All right. R.I.P. Frosty Nugs. I saw him twice. Uh, he was a cool dude. Um, and I liked him. And um, I'm sorry for depressing you, but that is my job. Um, anyway, uh, I have shit. I took a six-month break from comedy, and I am back, motherfucker, because that's how depressed I am. It's a depressing day. Uh, anyway, I think uh, younger people, I think like like the kids are fucked up. 
Um, a lot of kids are fucked up. I think they're collecting mental illnesses out there, you know? Like, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That's why no one gets baseball cards anymore. Like, uh, my friend told me she had, uh, oppositional defiant disorder. Ever heard of that? Like, you fucking, I guess you, like, shirk authority or whatever. So you're diagnosed with being 15. And, uh, yeah, like, uh, she, so she collected that one. Um, and, um, I don't think I have oppositional defiant disorder. I think I have oppositional compliant disorder. <laughs> it's the lesser known OCD. Um, and, you know, like, and it really uh, hurt me, like, you know, when I played basketball, because, you know, I'd always pass to the other team because I was raised polite. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, when I was, like, guarding someone, I thought we were dancing, you know? And, and uh, they'd cross me over, and they would break my ankles and my trust in them. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like a lot of, I like to listen to music. Who likes music? Yeah. <laughs> I recently discovered cartel music. Cartel music, yeah. Uh, the thing about cartel music, it sounds exactly like regular old Mexican music, just with a methed out saxophonist, you know? <laughs> That's all it is, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's a, but you can't tell the difference when you're listening to it. But then, so you'll be walking out, maybe, you know, dancing a little, and then the whole time you're listening to Mexican ISIS, you know? <laughs> like Jihadi Juan sounds fucking wonderful. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Ah. Uh, Look, I should have written more, but anyway, uh, um, you guys were accurate. I drive a Sentra. It's, uh, it was busted up, and um, but I like to drive fast. You know, I like to drive fast. You know why? Because the worst. You know what's worse than hearing than seeing flashing blue and red lights behind your car? Flashing yellow light of someone passing your car because you're going too fucking slow. I, I live fast. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm very, I think I'm, I think I consider myself pretty honest, you know, maybe a little, I don't know. I'm so honest that I'm 5'11 and three quarters. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but you know, honesty is honestly kind of overrated, Hon honestly overrated, you know? Like, like people like pride themselves, like, oh, I'm brutally honest, I keep it real, like, all right, you fucking nerd. Um, it's like, you know, it's like honesty, it's a, it's a fleeting high. Brutal honesty, being honest, is like, it's like cocaine. You know, it's a fleeting high, but fucking lying to people. That shit's like heroin, you know? You can be anything you fucking want. You can be anything you fucking want. Uh, let's talk about heroin. I love heroin. <laughs> um, you ever have sex on heroin? No, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I love it because, like, you know, you're not going to come, but neither am I. <laughs> it's like, uh... Especially when they're on heroin too, you know, your partner's on heroin, you're together, you know, like, she, she can't be like, I'm going to finish myself off, like, no, I'd like to see you try, we're in this together! <laughs> uh, I love heroin, um, anyway. <laughs> uh, what else have I got? Um, I'm going to do an old bit, because I haven't done it in a while, you ever, you know that the Indian religion has a stoner god? Yeah, Lord Shiva, right? Yeah, 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 you know. And, um, you know, who do you think really has the better God? The Christian religion, who has Jesus, you know, made the calendar system. We know what year it is because um, of Jesus. Well, our God forgot what year it was. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, that's all I have written down. Thank you, this was great after six months. R.I.P. Frosty Nugs. I hope I wasn't depressing. I love you all. I don't hate you. I'm not Hunter. <laughs> <laughs>
Siddhartan. Yay! Kyle has some stuff here. Um, I think uh, if my memory served me, I, I mean, I haven't seen I'll you in a long time. Me, baby. Um, like, I remember your kind of style from when I last saw you, you know, back before 2020 and all that. And with now, it's like I totally recognize the style, but. Uh, what I also see now is like clearly defined jokes that are, like it's like it, you seems like you've I mean I haven't seen anybody in like I don't know ten months so <laughs> it just seems like you've really mixed like your kind of mumble rant with like cl- like clearly defined jokes that are funny it, that match how you kind of already are so I really liked it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yay! Um, collecting mental illness card like you Yu Gi Oh cards hilarious. Um, you started with ODD, um, oppositional defiance disorder, and I thought that was hilarious because I actually used to teach special ed for kids. And I was kind of wondering, like, if people knew what that was. Yeah, ODD, yeah. and it's called ODD. ODD. Oh, okay, anyway, cool, cool, cool. it's fun. It's a funny thing. But I would, I would do more mental illnesses. List off a bunch of them, like just for fun. Why not for funsies? And that you have OCD, oppositional compliance disorder. OCD, how fucking hilarious! So fucking funny. So, so funny. For anyone who has any idea about mental health in any context, such a, such a, such a fucking good joke. And then I'd go into some OCD things too, oppositional compliance disorder. So like I would, you did some of them of what you did, but I'd mix that up with some actual OCD things. Like, like then I wash my hands 50 times. Like first I tell, first, first I pass the ball to the other team and then I go wash my hands 15 times or whatever, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. I, I put some OCD things gotcha. in there too, yeah, yeah. just cause it's funny. Mm-hmm. Cause you, like you set it up. Um, I thought that this, the saxophone thing could be really funny, especially if you did. And I'm such, I'm sorry. I keep asking for everybody for act outs, but sax sounds are funny to like do. And you can almost like jazz beboppy it, you know, but have one like with Spanish beboppy things like, mm-hmm. you know, if, I'm trying to think of sax, like, like I try to think of like Kenny G or something like, <laughs> it's not Kenny. I'm G. trying to think of like a saxophone song, but then there's gotta be a fun, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy, sexy sax sounds that you can make. Gotcha. Um, and then I wanted more of those. I'm so honest that I'm five eleven and three fourths. I'm so honest that I feel like you could have a whole list of those mm-hmm. that could be so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm so honest that I I tell you when there's something in your teeth. <laughs> um, and then this is a little thing that happened, and it's it would be a strange little taggy something, but you were talking about lying and heroin, and then you start talking about sex. And I think the only way to have sex on heroin is to like, you're definitely lying down, but you're, there's a word play there somewhere. And, oh, oh, and this was one little tag that thought it was so great when you were like, we're in this together. And I knew what you were talking about. And I would just say, you can't shoot up in your neck without me. <laughs> like right after that, we're in this together. I was like, I knew where you were going, like, mm-hmm. because we're, you can't do it without me. Yeah, yeah, but then I thought, cause it's hard. I'm sure it's hard to shoot up in your own neck. As a funny way to think about it. But it was great. It was was a joy to watch you and so funny. And I, again, laughed really hard. And you have really, like, great premises and things you're working on and super funny tags and everything seems to be working. So, yay. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Yay, everybody. Raul Sussertson. Yay. And uh, go to Apple. Go to iTunes. And you can download the Mutiny Radio app that he built. And that's so rad. And you can listen to it on your Apple iPhone, wherever you are. And that's great. We're also on something called Radio Box. But he, he built the thing that does all the stuff. So yay! Thank you forever. Yay!
All right, your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Thank you very much. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. I, uh, I celebrate Christmas because I'm a, an American. Um, I, uh, I spent it with my girlfriend's family. Um, did not spend it with my family because they suck. Um, I'm just kidding. They have COVID. Uh, <laughs> they're great. They're just uh, sick. Um, it was actually really awkward spending Christmas with the girlfriend's family because they they get they give me like so many gifts like they'll give me like 40 gifts and then when it's time for me to give them their gifts i'm just like i hate you so um i uh but yeah i, I do celebrate christmas i was i was raised catholic i don't know i don't really know if i'm catholic anymore um i i didn't really care or think about god for a while but the older i get now the more i actually do believe in god I think God's real. Uh, I think God is very dumb. I, I think it's whatever God is, not a whole lot going on up there. Um, and that's a weird middle ground for people because either you believe in God and God's amazing or you don't believe in God at all. Um, and so the people who believe in God, they're very, you know, they, they don't, it doesn't make sense to them. They're like, what? He, he, what about all this intelligent design? It's like, I don't know. One time I saw two birds flying and they smacked into each other and died. So uh, it doesn't seem very intelligent to me. There's clearly something going on here and it's it's not very intelligent. Um, I, I did go to Catholic school and I grew up here in the Bay Area. So it's a weird, weird place to go to Catholic school. Um, especially when you're like just south of San Francisco, you know, cause like it's it's very the opposite. You know, there's like, like gay people. It's very progressive. Um, so going to... Catholic school south of San Francisco was was very interesting. It made all of our priests like young men, incidentally. Um, I, I think that's kind of unique to hear. Um, but the uh, what is this? <laughs> um, I I thought I just I I didn't really like it. Uh, it was a hard time for me to get. I, cause the, the, the story of, of Mary giving birth to Jesus sounds like it was told by like the 16 year old version of me. Just like, oh, she, she's totally never had sex. Uh, yeah, she's a virgin. I, t I totally believe her. She told me, um, yeah, it's going to be great. But I think just religion and academics don't mix well generally. Like no one wants to believe in God when your GPA is like 1.8 at a Catholic school. So, um, I don't know, that made, yeah, that made people, I don't know, there's some smart people at my school, but generally most people in high school aren't that smart. It makes, it made watching High School Jeopardy very frustrating. Um, I never liked watching High School Jeopardy because I saw all those kids. It's like, that's not, that's not an accurate environment, all right? What, you know, you want to make it hard for these kids, like, put some cool people up there with them. They'll really add the pressure. Um, I think <laughs> no one, no one wants to answer a question when every time you do the kid the podium next to you is just like gay <laughs> if there were actual high school students in in high school jeopardy it would just be a row of kids at the podium just like i'm not answering that shit <laughs> dead silence trebek would be uh, exhausted um I, I i really think that's all i have so uh <laughs> oh wait i mean 
we can move on from religion. We can talk about a slightly less controversial topic. Uh, you guys see that uh, USA is giving $500 million to Israel. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that before COVID when problems weren't political or controversial? Uh, <laughs> um, there's a picture, they, I read an article about it, and it showed some Israeli soldiers, and it's a co-ed army. You know, the men and women serve side by side. And um, these were easily the ho the hottest soldiers I've ever seen. Just like, the, and, and then it made me, re once you learn that, the whole conflict between Israel and Palestine kind of makes sense. It's like, Israel just has the sexiest army. Have you... Have you ever tried to call a hot girl out on her behavior? Like, <laughs> does not exactly go well. They immediately start acting like you just hurt them. Like, <laughs> they start talking about how they ju they were just harassed. It was last week at a different bar. <laughs> like, you just threw a glass at the bartender. And the worst part is, all of your friends who you thought you... Th this is an analogy to geopolitics. Uh, all your friends that you thought you knew turn on you and start defending her, and it's totally ridiculous. Like, you don't even... This isn't even you're just trying to get pussy. Like, I thought I knew you, Canada. Like, what the hell? I, anyways, um, I can't tell if that's too edgy or just too rough. Um, <sighs> thank you very much, everybody. All right, bye. Kyle Morrissey, everyone. Yay! Hunter Uniac has things to say. I loved it, Kyle. I loved it. Um, with the, uh, why the fuck are you not up on the stage? I, um, that's right. No, I, I know, I know. No, but uh, with the, uh, Israel has the sexiest army. Wouldn't you say the U.S. is then simping for them? Right. It's the Holy Land. Yeah, it's, it's a promise layer or something. There's, there's something there. There's something there, and I'm glad we're on the same page. And then the second thing, fuck, what's it like? I, I need to start. I should have written it down, but I don't have a pen of paper on me. But that, that one was so good that I forgot my first original comment. That's so good, dude, yeah. Uh, um, fuck, what was it? Uh, tell me the things you were talking about again. Oh, oh, um, they say that, like you said, like, oh, Mary is not a virgin. Mary's not a virgin. But they say that uh, as a man, you fall in love with your mother. Which is why Jesus fell in love with a prostitute. Uh, uh, there we go. Hey. Yeah, slut shame that Mary. <laughs> Fucking angel coming to her in the Mary night. little whore. God comes to her and then some dumb God comes to her in the night and goes like, Oh, I'm gonna fuck y'all and put my Jesus baby in you. <laughs> What a dumb God. That's the dumbest God ever. Why Mary, did God what? go to a fucking virgin? That's the dumbest one to impregnate. Like, even Zeus went to the fucking hottest chick late, later. It would be, exactly, it would be a yeah. callback because God is dumb. So he's fucking yeah. the virgin. And Mary so was a little hoe. And yeah, 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 do a whole little song about that. I don't know. But yeah, but that's, that's oh. Yeah, this I is mean, my joke now. Why no. not? Like, <laughs> no, but, no, no. But it's it's funny. I mean, if you're already saying God is dumb, then you might as well have slut shame the virgin mother. I mean, you're already like, you the you already being blasphemous. So like, why not double down, yeah. triple down, slut shaming Mary? Oh, that's hot. What virgin gives birth in a fucking shed? <laughs> yeah. Usually it's yeah. in the toilet in the high school. There was no shed in the toilet. That's why she was even a bigger hoe, you know? There wasn't toilet in the shed. It's, oh, it's so good. I love this. I can't wait to see it when it's, like, fully hashed out. That's good stuff.
Yeah, I remember back in the day. Um, just just a little technical thing. You say um a lot. Just some I say like, I also say you know. That's pretty common for me, but you're an you're an you're an um boy. Uh, but you know, instead of saying uh or um, oftentimes if you just stand in silence, there'll be laughter because people are laughing at the joke that they remember from the second before. Roll, you have comments. Just quickly, uh, I really like the uh, my family has COVID. I don't know if that's a shelf life or anything, but that was funny. <laughs> but um, and also, um, Israel has a sexy army. That's uh, a lot of fucking uh, stuff there. And um, I really liked uh, the God is dumb thing. I thought you could like connect it to like Catholic school. Like because I was raised Catholic, I think God is dumb. I love the blasphemy in this room. I love the blasphemy in this room. It's fucking one. <laughs> but uh, really good. I liked um, um, everything you talked about. A lot of potential there. Yeah. There you go. All right, clap your hands again, again together for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! All right, your next comedian, all the way coming from South Bay. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy like emotion for Rob Edwards. Yay! One, two, oh my God. One, two, oh my God. What's happening? What's happening? Uh, bag of shame. Oh, bag. Bag of shame. Bag of shame. All right. Uh, R.I.P. Fosty Nuts. I'll start with that. Uh, you know, but I back when I met him, I called him uh, Cocaine Jesus, just because <laughs> clearly something. You know, he has something to do with cocaine, whether he does it or sells it. I just knew, just he had an, a vibe about him, and you know, he always had food, which you know, if you're a white person and I and I eat your food, it means I trust you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, let's see. Uh, you were talking about heroin. Uh, I uh, have a story about one time I, w- I was in a hotel room with a coworker. We were out of town working, and I walked in, and I guess he was smoking heroin. You can smoke heroin, right? And, uh, you know, uh, I was like, this is a familiar smell. I've smelled this before, but I, I couldn't put my finger on it. And he asked me, like, hey, Rob, do you want some heroin? And which I didn't know what he meant by it, because where I'm from, we call it uh, heroin. Uh, so I was like, you trying to run a train on Wonder Woman? Like, what do you mean? You know, I, I didn't know what he was trying to say. And it also tripped me out, because I didn't know, you know, heroin addicts were so, you know, like, you know, giving, right? Like, I thought they were more like crackheads. Like, you know, sharing is caring is not a theme in the crack community. So I didn't know, you know, how to really approach that. But I said no, of course, but, you know, to each their own, you know, but... Uh, yeah, you were talking about uh, pyramid schemes. Yeah, I actually did that for a little bit. Uh, the problem is I'm antisocial. I don't have any friends. So it ended up just me being a big black dude walking up on people. And it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It just does not, it does not work. Uh, you know, and then I hit up people that I knew, but, you know, they knew, like, he wouldn't be talking to me if he wasn't trying to get money. You know what I mean? So it's like... You know, and like they knew it, I knew it, and you know, it's just, it is what it is. But uh, let me go. All right, let's notes. Let's see what I got here. Uh, I'm glad I didn't get have to go home uh, for the holidays. Every time I go home, they ask me, you know, oh, when you gonna bring us some kids or some, you know, some grandbabies or some shit, which, you know, I don't really know how to give a timetable on an, on an accident. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Is that probability? What is the probability that I, I, I didn't, that's a lot of math I don't feel like doing, so I just, you know. 
because I, I had a pregnancy scare with a chick one time, and uh, you know, she aborted it. Um, I didn't tell her to do it. Didn't try to stop her either. But uh, you know, and you know, I was when she told me she was going to get it. You know, I, I got a little too excited. I was you know ready to sleep outside the abortion clinic like it was a GameStop, and I was trying to get a PS5. You know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah, you know, it's like I want the deluxe uh, collector's edition abortion or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I really didn't want that kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else I got. Uh, you know, here's the thing about uh, police, right? Let me talk about police. Uh, you know, I want to be able to trust them. I do. I really do because they make me pay these motherfuckers. I pay taxes, right? It's, it's fucked up, man. That's the most fucked up thing about it, right? Like, it's like we're in some weird, black people are like in some weird dominatrix type situation where they beat the shit out of us and we pay them, except we don't have a safe word. It's weird. Like, I, I like you know what I mean? Like, God damn it. You know what I mean? Like, something, you know what I mean? Because I'm all for, like, reforming the police. You know, and people are like, oh, defund the police. And I was like, I don't think taking money from these motherfuckers is going to make them more reasonable. But... Uh, and also, then, then when they say that shit, it's like, oh, well, they defunded schools. And I'm like, yeah, look how stupid our fucking kids are. So, like, taking money from something doesn't work. Like, I just, I don't get what they're trying to do, man. Uh, what else I got? Uh, I feel like most of my arguments with girls are just revolve around my phone. A lot of them do. You know what I mean? And now it's the whole thing about, like, oh, FaceTime me. Oh, FaceTime me. And they just, you know, you got to do a 360, they want to see who's around you and shit. You know, it's, it's crazy, man, because it's like yeah, they're barking orders at you and you're spinning in circles like you're doing the hokey pokey or some shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, like you're doing a dance. I, I, it's, it's just, it's too much, man. Uh, let's see, I got anything else? Did that, did that, did that. Oh, I have a game that I'm, I'm trying to work on. Uh, I call it Objectivity. And basically, what I do is I like say the name of like, some of the worst people to ever do anything. And you have to say something nice about them. And it's something that everybody like has to be able to agree on, right? Because people have lost the ability to like, you know, look at something for what it is instead of like being, uh, you know, polarized and shit like that. So I'll give you an example, pretty much like, hey, Rob, say something nice about the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, well, you know, I don't know who does their laundry, but their sheets are always very, very white. You know what I mean? Like they're in a swamp, burning shit, and yet their sheets are always just super white. Like I wear a white tee one time on a warm day, and I can never wear it again. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, you know, and you know, and so that's one of them. And then I just go down the line, maybe like oh, Adolf Hitler would have been a great hype man for a rapper or something, or like. Like, oh, well, we don't know what he's saying. Well, we don't know what most of the rappers are saying these days. So, you know, I don't speak German, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, Bill Cosby was funny. That's an obvious one. Uh, he was. Like, he that, like he was very funny. Had some great sets in between rapes. So, <laughs> it maybe that was his creative process. I don't know, but he... He he had some very good uh, specials. That's all I know. Uh, uh, oh, this is a stupid joke. Uh, so if black people had uh, oppressed white people, would Jim Crow be called like Lamarcus Pigeon instead? <laughs> it's a stupid joke. Don't. Uh, 
Uh, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm good with that. Work on Yay, Rob Edwards. Holy fuck. What a set. That was great. You have things to say, Hunter? Dude, you fucking killed. Yeah, you fucking oh, killed. Thank you. You killed. I, I loved it. Um, I would love for you, because like, I know you went, went off on what I was talking about a little bit, but like, I think it would be really interesting for you to talk about your experience in your own pyramid scheme and hash that out, because I know you're just riffing a little bit about that. Okay. And I think that'd be hilarious. And then also with uh, just like one note with uh, Bill Cosby, he had great specials, but besides his drink orders, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> uh, I thought I mean I pretty much have all just like happy things like the cocaine Jesus was super funny the heroin addicts and then you had this great pause with giving it was just your you as a persona are just so fun and great and your timing is just like really awesome um, you're just so fucking chill I don't know how to I don't know how to give a timetable on an accident I mean d Jesus Christ what a fucking line that was like I mean, you and you can just stand there because you have such a quietness about you anyway. You can say that line and just stand there and look at everybody and you kind of ripples of laughter forever. Uh, the reform yeah. and the reasonable joke I enjoyed. Oh, so on the game, I wouldn't give us the name. I'd use the name as a punchline. So first say I made this, I do this game and explain the game and then say I call it objectivity oh, and then you'll get a laugh on that and then do your examples about like okay. just... Cause you'll get a, you'll just get a bigger laugh. And yeah. the, I mean, Lamarcus Pigeon, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was all. It's your writing is spot on right now. Uh, Roll, you have comments. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, timetable on an abortion. That's just the killer line you killed. Yeah, that uh, that was my favorite. Um, Marcus Pigeon, of course. Um, and uh, the when you know you riffed about the, I think we were riffing about the heroin story or whatever. But that could be a bit uh, if you wanted to be like heroin addicts are. Very generous and uh, yeah, that's that's a tr that's true. That is very true. That's uh, yeah. And um, um, the thing about um, what's it called? Uh, all your relationship problems come for your phone. <laughs> you said Facetime me, and then it's like even more and more problems. Like the, as soon as, like the more shit that your phone has, the more problems you have. I don't know yeah. something like that. But there, there's something there. But uh, update, 99, update, update. Apps, but, okay. <laughs> but you killed, dude. That was sick. I got 99 apps, but uh, okay. I got Hunter has some comments too. I forgot one last thing. Uh, with the GameStop whole waiting analogy, you have to get an appointment for an abortion. So you literally pre-ordered it as well. Yeah. You know, and then and then yeah. waited out loud. You know. Yeah. <laughs> pre-ordered the accident. <laughs> Perfect. You're amazing. Right. That was awesome. Everybody, Rob Edwards, yay! Okay, I have one new joke that I wrote yesterday and today that I want to try out. So here we go. Yay, me. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, I'm up on the screen. So yay, me, yay. I've been reading a lot. Um, I've been reading a lot because I'm alone. I'm so lonely. But I've been reading a lot, and I recently got the entire compendium of Grimm's fairy tales. And they are disturbingly patriarchal. So I'm just going to start with, we hate the witch. Why do we hate the witch? Everyone, 
hates the witch. This is just a misunderstood woman who loves cats, who doesn't hang out with old, she's just not married and she has cats. And the whole Hansel and Gretel thing, right? Hansel and Gretel, she invites, she has a beautiful house. She's feeding them. She just wants to feed the fat. I think that this is all, she's been misconstrued. You know, she just wants to feed the children because maybe she wants to pull a Bezos and like steal their blood and get like a transfusion so she can stay young forever. But she's going to feed them. She didn't want to actually, I mean, if she wanted to actually eat them, it might be a metaphorical euphemism from like, you know, how young does kid jizz keep you, right? Like you could use it as a face cream or like if you're swallowing kid jizz, is that the closest thing you can come to stem cells? And then, so if that's, but if that logic stands, how many 25-year-olds have to jizz in my vag before I stay young forever? Okay, that's my new joke. <laughs> Yay, am I a genius? I have a comment. Yeah, um, throw up, it's four on the board. Oh, you turned it off? Well, I just, uh, four, it should be four on the board, or one, since you're in front of that microphone, you can use, oh, one. use one. Okay. I liked it. I would like to see a mathematical equation between how old the kid is and how potent that jizz is saving your life. You yeah, know what I mean? Except the thing is that you're talking about witch math, and we only deal in symbols. Like, we, well, that's we even have, funnier. There's no, there's just numbers are symbols. That's even too. funnier. Sex yeah, you, you can you can literally make up your own math problem <laughs> about that stuff. You know? Sex uh, symbols. And then also, uh, 25 year old people are not children. You fucking cougar. <laughs> Oh, come on. Who lives with their mom? How many 25-year-olds live with their mom? I moved out when I was 23. Oh, good for you. Maybe I should make it a 23-year-old joke. <laughs> I used to use 23-year-olds as the punchline, but now that I'm older, I had to make it 25. Because 23 is just, it's just not, it just doesn't even seem realistic at all anymore. Yeah, uh, it's kind of weird though, Pam, because every single time I age a year, you up that number. I up that number. <laughs> well... That's what I love about comedians. Ooh. I keep getting older and they keep what other picture she has. getting older. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> was did, did did Hansel and Gretel did that did it did that involve like boiling cauldron? Like was it that an endgame? It involved an oven and she was gonna push them in the oven and they tricked her and they pushed her in the oven and then they cooked her. Okay. At the end. Okay. And um because they thought that she wanted to eat them. Um, but she really was just a baker in the woods who loved cats. I mean, since, it's not that big the, of a deal. Since the kids thing got the biggest pop, I was wondering if you, if like you could talk about like if you boil it, it brings out better properties or I don't know, you'd like part of a recipe. Yeah, I just want to, the whole thing for me is that I want to keep the kids alive because I want to use them either to, oh, okay. because of the Bezos, because Bezos I heard uses 20 um, year old blood and he transfuses it into his body so that he can stay young forever. And I was like, wow, it, well, what will jizz do in my uterus? Um, I mean, but, but, I, but I have an IUD in there, it's a copper pool sweeper. Keeps out all the dead babies. But I'd love to keep the dead babies and then keep their stem cells and eat those. Can I do that? Like that would be, what? I don't know, I, that's the thing, I'm wondering. I'm, I, think, I think it's keeping me young, I don't know what's happening. I hope it's keeping me young. Do I have, oh, I was gonna translate that into the thing, I'm gonna ask people in the audience, like how many of you are uh, under 25? And then I'll say, you know, I, I give off an old lady witch vibe. Some people say I give off a mom vibe. I say, what about a stepmom vibe? Yeah, do you need a stepmom? 
She says, your dad want to get divorced? I'm kind of hot. We can, we can party, bitch. <laughs> That's that fun joke. Are you out? Bye. Bye. Okay, well, this was the joke workshop, and this was super fun. And thank you for coming. And, uh, yeah, we can hang out and do whatever. We can podcast after. I'm here till whatever. Um, but I would love, I'd like to smoke a cigarette, and we can podcast. Okay, I'm going to run around, and we'll be back with more Funny Things Media Radio. Yay! Yay. Uh, yeah, our Venmo is at Mutiny Radio, all one word. It's not the one that has our logo because I'm just too dumb to figure out how to. No, actually, they won't let me find out who did the other one. Someone, like, made one in my. Anyways, it's just a Mutiny. It was Sean Lamar. It was hippie Sean Lamar who did it years ago. Uh, Oh, no, no, no. David Stolowitz is fine. He's great. He actually updates the website. He's a doll. He he actually, when he did that, he got really misconstrued and, and it was sort of, he got thrown under the bus. He meant to help everybody on that. He was like making event bites for things that didn't charge anyways and wasn't really, I don't know if he was asking for money or not. I don't know what was happening with the money, but he wasn't doing it for a profit. None of it, none of anything we're doing makes profit, by the way, you guys, unless you're Stroymoid. Like, I think he's the only one. I was for a minute there when I was doing the Parklet shows. I was doing just fine before the shutdown. That was exciting and wonderful. And I was super happy because I was like, oh, my God, everyone's making money doing comedy. And I was like paying people. And I was getting paid. And I was really, really happy. And there were audiences. And and it's all going to come back after the fourth. So look out for the Mutiny Radio Presents uh, Asiento Wednesdays and Saturdays at Atlas Cafe and Sundays at Resolute here every Friday at 7 o'clock, the outdoor show. It's all coming back after next week. So stay in lockdown, bitches. But uh, enjoy some music, and we'll be back with, like, podcasting or shit. Okay. You can kiss that old prone crack guy goodbye because, you know, Oh yeah, baby, you know you're on the one, the fucking one. Oh baby, yeah. Yo, you know I, I I saw you that day. You, how's your girl, Mike? Oh, she's pretty nice, man. But I tell you, yo, I saw the other girl at Nettie's the other day, and she had her shit together. I'm talking about shit. Ha. Ha. Blowing system up top, in the back. Oh, hey there, Georgia girl, Georgia girl. Oh, baby, you look so nice. You got the one. You got your shit together, Georgia girl. Yeah, you looking so nice, Georgia girl. Georgia girl, you know you're on the one. Oh, hey, lovely girl. Yeah, that's right, baby. That was you the first time. You know, I saw you all alone. I was on the boardwalk. You know, you were looking the little lonely. You know, you were squirting the water in the clown's mouth and everything. But hey, baby, you know, I would win the whole prize for you, the whole nine yards, the t-ball tickets, everything. For you.
Change the world, I'm a plot and scheme. Mario, see. 
And the comedians are talking about Zoom mics, which is what happens when you know, honestly, that's exactly what happens. We've got microphones in the house in the hizzy. Grab two there. if you like or however you feel good about it you can socially distance wear masks or whatever makes you happy oh i thought you were saying that to me as i put my fucking chair down oh no oh we're all pretty six feet away sure i mean if joe rogan can do podcasts we get to do them too that's the way that's the way it works it should be called a uh, physical distancing. I, I do social distance. I don't talk to my friends. <laughs> is that social distancing is not the new ghosting? That's not. It's easier to. I mean, how? Have, I mean, I'll ask it. How have you guys been dating during COVID? Has it worked out for you? I've been on two dates all of COVID. And were they with people you didn't know? And how long did it take you before you removed your mask? Uh, I, I took the pre- protection off midway through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you kept the mask on? <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've seen these COVID uh, Tinder dates at, um, at Oakland Fairyland where uh, people will meet each other on the thing and they'll have like a bottle of wine and they'll have food and they'll be like up and downing their masks for about <laughs> 15, 17 minutes. And then they both decide like, okay, you're clean. <laughs> There's no mask. And it's about so go home with COVID. In my mouth. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like I want to have sex with you. So, yeah, we have to take it. Why would I need to see your face then? <laughs> I think I gave you the one mic that doesn't work. Me? really sad. No, uh, oh. Rob, I'll, I'll switch I'll it out. Check. Uh, uh, yeah, pi- I mean, good luck. I, that's the one that has the double tether. See if one will reach all the way to the... Everything gets confusing. They're all on, though, so... Here we go. Figure it all out. Yay. Mutiny Radio has it all figured out, sort of, but not really. 
Uh, but yeah, dating in COVID, I haven't. I've been single all through COVID, but I wear uh, my old wedding rings because I'm trying to keep the flies away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want anyone <laughs> to spit in my mouth or anywhere near me. It's like the wedding ring is kind of like a mask. It, yes. <laughs> It is. <laughs> it keeps it's more effective. Than Can you hear me, Pam? Yes. Okay, now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, you have been trying to date. Remember one time I brought one of my friends over to your place, and you were just screaming at him, you're fuckable, for 30 minutes? Yes. Well, I was. I don't remember that because I was I remember uh, blackout it. drunk, I'm sure. That's, uh, that's a very... Uh, that seems to be a common COVID thing for Pam to do. <laughs> but I, I am trying to, to feed myself as well. Uh, yeah, so now we have multiple microphones, and we're going to figure it all out. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, yours works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. We'll switch them, and then the, everything. It. Now we've now we've got it going on. Now we've figured out the whole juju. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So dating in COVID, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Just that from every man in the fucking room. I mean, I don't really, I'm not into, like, the whole dating app. Thing so that was different because I haven't really been doing that before. Yeah, and I don't know. It's weird for me. I've never, I've never internet, I've never internet app dated either ever. Have you ever had a profile? Yeah, I like oh, I made some when, oh, okay. when COVID started because you know I I had <laughs> two yeah. months in. I've yeah. had profiles before, but like it never nothing ever comes through it. Like I just I I'm horrible replying to texts or messages or anything like that. So it's like it just. It doesn't fucking work. It's a like whole only, different language, the though. The only way I've text. used Tinder, this is a true story, the only way I've used Tinder is I got all my guy friends in a circle, and we uh, we'll put our preferences towards male, and then we all found <laughs> each other, selected each other, and we use it as our own private chat rooms. Oh, that's cute. That's, <laughs> that's really hilarious. smart. That's, that's depressing, smart. too. <laughs> smart and depressing. Yeah. <laughs> They got people on on uh, the dating app. I don't use dating apps because I have self-esteem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me too. But um, they got on the profiles. They're like, I have antibodies or whatever, and like that apparently works. Wow. <laughs> I mean, um, whatever I mean, you gotta do. On there. <laughs> <laughs> I got my back. I'm actually afraid to take the vaccine only oh, yeah. only because I'm a very very sensitive person and not just emotionally, like physically. And I'm often allergic. I go into anaphylactic shock for many reasons. Ampicillin, penicillin, a variety of things. Weird dyes, desiccants in coconut. Anyway, so I'm afraid that there's something in the vaccine, in Mm. the juice that delivers it that might hurt me. So I want to see, I want to wait and see just because I'm one of those like 0.001% of people that, like the thing that puts the pill together, I Going to anaphylactic shock. And the crazy part is a lot of people have that same, uh, you know, mentality that you do, but you're one who actually has reasons for it. I heard, I was I was watching uh, this uh, 60 Minutes story, and uh, the uh, general was in charge of, like, distributing all the stuff. He said that 40% of nurses so – 60% of nurses don't want to take it, mm. and 40% of doctors don't. So if our fucking professional healthcare workers don't want to take it, mm. what does that say about the general population? You're also forgetting that Pam has – Smoked cocaine boogers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I, have you ever questioned the nature of your own reality? Yeah, like every day. Like I'm constantly existential, so I'm overthinking everything. I'm sure, but also think like if I get stung by a bee, I have about ten minutes to live. So, like my views on mortality are. I mean, I have. I have very serious views on mortality and I don't want to die because I did take DMT once and I did talk to the aliens and mm-hmm. I realized I don't want to die. I want to stay mm-hmm. alive as long as possible. So 
I walk. I try to eat good food. I try not to drink too much. I I only do cocaine on people's birthdays. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really locking it down. Okay? Pam, 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 technically it's somebody's birthday every single day of the year. Okay, find the loophole for me, Hunter. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's That's what I do for my friends. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, anyway. COVID, like you know, Frosty's dating. death hurt me more than everybody else oh, because of that. It's oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, it's uh, I I still haven't really come to grips with the concept yet. My favorite story thus far was uh, Patrick Ford, who owns the Alameda Comedy Club. A year ago, he said that Frosty gave him a bag of shrooms for him and his wife, and they put them somewhere and they lost them. And Jesus. on Christmas morning. They found this bag of shrooms. This is a miracle. I know. Well, it was like the uh, so obviously Frosty is now the patron saint of lost drugs because like (laughs) some Roomba that they had like pushed out the drug like on the morning that he died they found the shrooms and I was like oh those were the shrooms that uh they lost Frosty's ghost visited their house and gave them more fucking shrooms on Christmas morning. I know. Exactly. I was like. That is a majestic story, and I 100% believe it. And I feel like we should. Frosty, the red nosed dealer. (laughs) (laughs) The gift, too many gifts. I mean, how many times was I, uh, was I, was I paid in things I wanted other than money? How many times was I paid in something I would have spent my money on? That's just taking up a middleman. That's just economically smart. Yeah. Time management, right there. Well, he was a hustler. Mm-hmm. H- hustler's game sees you, game, baby. You game sees game. Yeah, one of your uh, jokes you say, like, oh, you were talking about Frosty. You, that was your joke about Frosty. Like, you, yeah, yeah, you ate his food. Okay, well, then my whole point is moot. I only got <laughs> I only got food poisoning once from those free chicken wings. <laughs> That's oh. enough to never go to a place <laughs> again. Yeah. No, I know, but as a, as a food— I only shat food, myself once. I'll go back. But yeah. as a food safety professional, I should have known. Like, it was—I came to Bricks, and it was like 11 o'clock, and I already knew I'm oh, not yeah. getting a BART home. I'm getting either a ride or I'm sleeping in Oakland, and there was a— there were all the food was still there, except it was like the dregs of the food, and there were chicken wings in the thing, and I was like, mm, I'm doing it. And I mean, four hour chicken wings at 140 degrees. I mean, it's just harboring. If Arby's is still in business, foodborne illnesses. Okay. <laughs> Has anybody ever gone and bought food at Arby's? I 100% believe that Arby's is a drug front. Oh, yeah. I've oh, never yeah. seen a line. I've never been to Arby's. Exactly. Do you know why Arby's is called Arby's? Because they make roast beef, R B. Oh my god. But they changed it to A R B Y S, even though R B is roast beef. That is the dumbest, whitest thing I've ever fucking heard. Because I motherfucking love some Arby's biatch, like those roast beef sandwiches with the cheddar cheese on top. Oh, don't even talk. It's like this it's like this beef that isn't even beef. It's like it's like Which is why I don't eat there. Oh, God, but it's the same thing as Subway. Subway is the same way with their meats. It's not real meat. It's like all the meats put together, and then they make it yeah. into, like, all the meats are a bologna. Even chicken at fucking Subway is Pam, bologna. that says a lot about Arby's. Chicken. I would rather eat at a place that fucking, you know, paid a pedophile than Arby's <laughs> first. That says a lot about the quality of food they had. So, wait, uh, let me just make sh- So, they, it was RB originally, and then they just added letters for what? No, no, they— it, the reason they called it A-R-B-Y-S is that it's R-B, which is roast beef, because they originally made roast beef. But instead of just calling it R, letter R, letter B, they called it A-R-B-Y-S. 
because oh. it's cute. I'm going to start a no, chicken tender not. place. <laughs> <laughs> is it, though? I mean, I, I guess. I mean, yeah. Arby's, roast beef. Ar- it's uh, it's but it's fake. It's not even. It's roast beef bologna. But that's the thing is when you, uh, there are these other meats as a child that I always wanted to eat. And my mom was like, "No, we're going to the deli." And I was like, "Oh, I don't like that real turkey with the real. It's a real turkey." That I is like the most a, white privileged thing I've I ever know, fucking heard. Right? Mm. I know. And I wanted the cheap. I wanted like the forty-two cent thing that you get from Food Co. That's like it says chicken and it's all folded up together and it's like. Don't knock bologna. Mm. It's but it's the vaccine. Chicken bologna. There's all kinds. It's just, I don't have a problem with processed meats as, as long as it's now as an adult. I like them when it's like head cheese is amazing. If you go oh, to like yeah. a real place and you get real head cheese, it, that's legit. But that's healthy processed. That's not commercially processed. Like do I you guys would, know what head cheese is? I do not know. Okay. I'm pretending okay, to know yeah, right now. <laughs> okay, so this is the best thing. So you can take a pig head or you can take a cow head. And you scrape all the meat off the head. So the cheeks, which are the best part. Mm-hmm. The cheeks are the best part of a lamb, of a cow, of a pig. They're the most delicious. They're fatty. They're great. But head cheese is literally the head meat. But because it's all like pieced and parted together and the gums and the tongue and all that stuff. And so you cook the head for a long, long, long time. And then you take all the meats and you pull it off. And then all of the bones, and you pull the bones out. But they become a gelatinous goo. And then you solidify it like a ah it's so good it's like mm-hmm. it's all Don't stop i'm almost finished <laughs> it's so it, it's it's all tended and that tendon is like the juiciest fattiest most chewiest best part of any mm. type of animal it's like mm. and then with all the gelatin from the head and all the bones and then you make it into this thing and then you and then when you slice it and it's got those jelly bits in it oh my god it's so good. <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i love meat yeah I was a vegetarian for 13 years, so. I was vegetarian since, since until I was 16, and then I had uh, Pan Express orange chicken that changed my weight. Oh, that'll mm. fucking do it. That converts oh, yeah. anybody. <laughs> mm. I'm vegetarian uh, every January for the entire month as like a mental exercise, huh. and that's it. You know, besides, after that, then actually I no pick out meat. January? I never tried it once, yeah. ever. Vegetarian. How are your poops when you do your no meat January? Do what are, are poops? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm stocked up for like a week, and then it comes out really quick. All right. You're you'd be an interesting case though, because I'm sure you drink as much as I do. You can never like uh, my more. my diet and my situation are never they, the the context never combines because I drink so much that and I eat so many spicy foods mm-hmm. that it's just like I'm just I'm just oh. hot liquid Pepsi all the time. Oh yeah, I love spicy. My mom <laughs> yeah. bought me like an entire case of hot sauce for Christmas. What and a I mom! I fucking love it. Yeah, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Half of them weren't even hot, so I'm gonna. That is the least oh. white thing ever. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. He's half Filipino. So um, you asked it earlier, <laughs> but what was the best Christmas present that everybody got? Ooh, Did yeah. anybody or Hanukkah gift or Kwanzaa gift? I don't know. Whatever Shintoism, whatever anybody does at this time of year. Uh, you start first, then. Um, I got two great gifts. One I got from Joanna Bateman, and she gave me a Venus flytrap. And I am, my cats and I are trying to hunt fucking little baby flies to feed this fucking plant. We are working together. <laughs> and Tony Sparks gave me some Brandon Crawford socks. Aww. Aww. Don't, don't Venus flytraps only close three times? No, well, life or something like that. So pretty much, you're trying to like shorten its lifespan. 
No, um, you don't want to ever touch them with your finger because you don't want to fuck with them. Um, they only eat live flies. Yeah. Um, and so we're trying to trap them together and stick them in there. But it keeps growing and it grows in a swampy place. And maybe my place is too cold. I really want to keep this thing alive. Mm. I want to have this Venus fly pl- trap for a while. I keep orchids alive, so I feel like they're similar in nature. Maybe. I don't know. Favorite uh, Christmas gifts, Raul? Dude, I got, um, I got a Rob Zombie shirt. That was nice oh, <laughs> from nice. my friend. I went to, um, I spent Christmas in Vegas with my friend um, because my parents don't celebrate. Um, I got <laughs> Rob Zombie shirt. I got socks. But Vegas is not shut down? It is not. It's 25% capacity. So and you got to gamble? Oh, no. I'm 20. Oh. Yeah, but. Um, you yeah. can still gamble at 20. You just can't drink. Right? Wait a minute. So you went to Vegas and you can't partake in any. The only well, thing you can have is hookers. My friend. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. And um, oh. I was in the out, like the outskirts, North Las Vegas. Okay. Um, it was the the shitty part, I guess. But it was it was great. I loved Good. it. Um, did a lot of heroin. <laughs> oh, don't do that! Come on, you're not supposed to do that stuff. There's too much fentanyl and everything. You got to be scared. Hey, got to be scared. Let it. Well, then you know what? How about this? I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your life, but. Just make sure that whatever you buy, you see someone else do it first before you do it. Hmm. You know I am I mean? willing to be that guinea pig whenever you fucking <laughs> no, need me. No, don't be the guinea pig. <laughs> You're too yeah. young. I don't want any of you to die. So I got to find a nice 70-year-old to just test it out. <laughs> just, just make sure that whatever batch you're buying, you've seen someone else do it before you buy it. So you. that you know that it isn't going to kill you. Because mm-hmm. if it has fentanyl in it, you don't know. And there were, there were three kids in the hate a year and a half ago that all thought they bought meth and it had fentanyl in it and they all died and they were all just one, two, three, right, right there dead. They're putting fentanyl in weed now. Which is insane. Which is ridiculous. It's but a waste fentanyl, of fentanyl and meth? What are you, why would you? There's You're already no... going to kill yourself off meth anyways. No. Slowly. Slow, yeah, slowly over. I mean, yeah, a- after you can't feed yourself anymore because you don't have any teeth left. Stop defending my father. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your father's meth voice. Hunter, what was your best Christmas gift? Um, oh, I don't know. I didn't really get any, like, really astounding Christmas gifts. I got, like, a bunch of little tiny ones, you know? Uh, there was nothing really that stuck out, so I'd have to go to, with just money, which means I used that money to buy cocaine. Aww. So I technically got cocaine. Best Christmas gift ever. There you <laughs> go. No, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Rob, best Christmas gift. Know. As a kid, probably PlayStation. As an adult, it was probably Fuck yeah. eating a blowjob or something. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> nice. Like that. That's what yeah. getting old is like. Yeah, yeah you get blowjobs. All right, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> is that what happens? PlayStation. I think a PlayStation. Or, nah, that sounds fucking weird. I don't know now. Fuck, I'm, I'm questioning. <laughs> Dilemma of yeah. every single man. <laughs> PlayStation or blowjobs? Oh. I just, I've never been a video game person, so I have no. I mean, I okay, so I get it that it's active and passive at the same time, and that it's something that you can immerse yourself in where you don't have to deal with the world. And a lot of people use video or screen time or, or TV or Hulu or whatever the fuck they use. Netflix is that, is that disengagement time where they're like, I'm not a part of this world. I'm putting myself somewhere else. Except that you're sort of active because you are engaged. You're doing something. So I kind of get it. You have like, other methods of disengaging with the world? I read books. Mm. <laughs> That's what that was, How that old was are you again? I read books and do drugs. I smoke pot and read poetry. Like, I'm like that's how I disengage from the world. I'm like, oh. Um, but I don't. But I. But I could never play video games because um, 
I have linear dyslexia, meaning I don't know my right from my left ever. So even as an adult, like if someone's like, which way do we go in a car? I bang the window. I'll like go this way or Why? that way. Because I can't, I can't figure out, I can't remember that this is right. Why are the thinking. smartest people in the world the fucking dumbest? Pam has doctorate's degrees, but she will get lost on a fucking street sign. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm good with maps, but I just can't, I can't tell. I have to, it takes me a second to realize that this means left and this means right. Even though I know this is the way to go, I can't go turn right. I have to be like this mm. way, this way, mm -hmm. because my brain, but it's the same way with video games. It's like yeah. up, uh, up, down, down, left, right, nothing. So when I play, I'm actually very astute at Tekken 3, Dr. B. Um, also Eddie Gordo, also Eddie Gordo, because I put the player on my on my lap like um, like a piano, and I play it like a piano, and I just random button, just mash, 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 random button mash, and I'm almost unbeatable. Also in um, Soul Calibur, and the soul still burns. Like random button play on that murders every time. Can I open up about something that's like that shows how much of an idiot I am? Like we all have that like really stupid thing, right? All the time. I've never memorized the months of the year in order. What? Never did. I sing a never song. Never cared to. I don't even know about the song. Don't sing it to me. This is something <laughs> moment of pride. I, I've never memorized. I can go January, February, March, April, June, July. What <laughs> happened in May? I think you have some PTSD surrounding May. I, my brother was born. Ah, there it is. There it is. I would remember that month. Everybody else is talking about that 6'4", 275 beast. He wasn't that, that big that when he was born. Like, yeah. my poor mother. <laughs> well, I'd forget May, too. He was born in February. I, I, don't, oh, I don't know. Nothing really happened in May. I just, I never memorized it. Wow. Oh, don't fucking judge me. We didn't I'm judge not, you. I know. I, I'm not. I just... I back, back when I was a kid, we had to memorize all kinds of things from numbers in that thing, the whole memorization table up to 12 Z's. We had to know that all wrote and like Bible verses. There was all this stuff we had to memorize. Days of the week suck because they all end in Y. I can't do that. Um, there are seven of them, though. But it's 12 months. Etymologically, you forgot five. It's a big five. Etymologically, you can break down the days of the week because they're based off the Norse mythology. Memorize them in mm. Spanish. Which are also... Well, then they different. all in an so, S or S. Thursday is, Everything is Thursday. Thursday. Friday was Frida's day. Frida. Thor was Wednesday's the Odin's day, and that makes no sense. Like, there's nothing even Wedding. remotely, you know, connotated to his name. Yeah, Odin's day. Odin. 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 He was one of the Norse gods. He was Thor's daddy. Really? There you Odin. go. Odin came before Thor. Thor which one's the one that fucked everyone? That's Zeus. That's Zeus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zeus. Different, different. No, that's Greek. Those yeah, are Greek gods. Greek, okay. Greek. The Greek gods. The Greeks fucked everybody. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Uh, Leda and the Swan. Anyway, good yeah. stuff. Look at us getting all historical. Instead of it's better to get historical than existential. I don't want to talk about French existentialism right now. Fear Nobody death. Could. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't fear death? There's a pathological fear of death though. Like I was reading the Wikipedia page of Harry Potter and I learned that Voldemort I I didn't I never read the books, but Voldemort has a pathological fear of death. Yes, and that is his one weakness. Fun fact about Harry Potter, my cousin slept with Daniel Radcliffe for several years. Wow. She dated him. When the movies are going on, well, I was hoping your cousin—I I was hoping your cousin was a boy. 
<laughs> I mean, I have a lot of cousins. You know, we could have ran through the family. No, like, look it up. All of Uniac, Daniel Radcliffe, she turned him to an alcoholic, and he had to go to rehab. Wow. Which means I'm the least alcoholic person out of my family. Oh, to right. turn a British person into an alcoholic and send them to rehab? <laughs> Damn. Which one was da- which one was Daniel Radcliffe? Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. Harry- oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. He's a good little actor. Uh, he was. <laughs> I like how you said little. Well, no, I mean he was he a short? young kid, and now no, well, he was a young Tell kid, and now he's an adult. And there was a movie that was like Swiss Army Man. I that think was it was good, called. Yeah. It was great in that. I was like, what? Talk about existential. He played a dead guy too. That's all. It was <laughs> his best acting role was doing nothing. Unbelievable. At all. <laughs> it. I, I mean, Dud- the actor for Dudley, Dudley Dursley, has actually been killing it lately. I don't know who that actor is. Du- I know uh, who Dudley is. He's the like, brother. Did you ever see uh, The Old Guard? No, I don't know that. The Old Guard? Uh, he was also, he's in a lot of new things. He lost hella weight. Okay. He doesn't look recognizable at all. Which What's his name? Would... You see Queen's Gambit? Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's uh, the uh, the chess master that she beats in the first.